This is Amalia Eon Karras. This is Satya. And you're listening to, to Love, Love, Sex, and, and the, the Hidden, Hidden Agenda. Agenda. Our podcast was created with the sole intention to release toxic shame, illuminate our shadow nature, and expose the mysterious entities that feed off our most precious life force, our sexual energy. To learn more about our life-enhancing courses and transformational retreats, visit knowtheself.com. Let's dive in. Hey, Satya. Hey, Ian. So I want to ask you a question because I have found that there's something a bit confusing going on in the minds of men in regards to women and women like us, like women who are independent and strong and kind of, you know, seasoned, <laughs> we, we know what we want. Um, and I think sometimes like men feel like I'm noticing that men are intimidated often to talk to me, or they are just kind of going through this process. I think, you know, when we, when we get older and we, we have a divorce or a few relationships, it either makes you stronger or weaker, right? People kind of go through this, like, um, oh, I'm so old now and I'm single and starting over, but you and I have started over a number of times. <laughs> I've been married twice and been in a few, a lot. I think I have had like, I feel like I've had five marriages or something. Cause I've had long-term relationships in, in these chunks of time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know you're the same and and, you know, we've done a lot of work to kind of understand like why our relationship didn't work and to, to move through the like self-hatred that comes with like, oh, I'm a failure. I can't make it work. Or, oh, how, why do I keep attracting this same sort of person that is somewhat abusive or in a bad situation that's not, you know, conducive to my growth. And, and then your paths diverge. And I, I feel a lot of people who are, um, you know, in their forties are finding themselves single suddenly, like it's, it's like a phenomena around the world. Uh, I was talking to my friend from Montreal and she said, Oh, everyone's single. There are no more married couples in my, in her reality. I was like, wow, that's so interesting. So more and more people are individuating from the coupleness and yet looking for the next level. And I, I see that as just a natural progression of evolution. Like we've noticed in our lives, like each new relationship is, is like the next level of growth and the way that we heal some of the older wounds and, and the way that we move forward. Um, so I just wanted to, to speak to the guys who are listening, who are like wondering like, well, I can't, I don't know what she wants. Cause I hear this from, from men a lot when they're complaining about the woman, like, well, I don't get it. She's so confusing. And like, she says she wants this and then she does this and she says she wants freedom, but she's so jealous or she says she, you know, they get confused. Mm -hmm. They just get confused. And so I thought, well, let me ask Satya and maybe we can just riff here. But like when you were looking for, a man, cause you were recently single and you just got into this beautiful relationship and you're in the honeymoon phase and you're glowing from it and it looks amazing on you. Um, but what were you looking for in a man so that the guys listening can kind of hear like, what were some of the quality traits? What were, 
what was it that you were needing and, and wanting? How were you wanting to be met by a man? For me, I think I had always had like pieces of something and then not like a, a major piece would be missing. And so I think somewhere in there, I felt like I, I don't know, maybe I didn't believe it existed or maybe I didn't deserve it or maybe I, you know, and then there were times when I would, um, you know, like, you know, they say, oh, make a list of, you know, all these things that, that you want and, uh, you know, and then, you know, that will manifest and that's dangerous because inevitably you forget something really important or there's something you already <laughs> have that you take for granted so you don't put it on the list <laughs> and then the, and the next relationship is like oh my god what happened you know <laughs> I've had that one one time I got very specific in my 20s and I like had the whole thing like had to be a Java engineer had to um, be European had to be great as a romantic lover had to be um you know, intellectually stimulating for me and sociable. My family needed to like him. Um, you know, I wanted someone who understood me intellectually and also spiritually. And I got all of that and I forgot the age. And when I met, oh, I even wrote, he needed to ride a silver Ducati. And he literally showed up with a silver helmet. And I was like, do you ride a Ducati? He's like, oh, you saw me drive up. And I was like, no. I'm like, are you a Java engineer? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, Oh, and do you do, he's like, you're kind of freaking me out. Like, how do you know all this about me? I'm like, I'm sorry. Like I didn't tell him I wrote it down. And then I was like, wait a second, how old are you? And he was like 24 and I was 28. And I was like, damn, like I didn't want, I didn't put the age, but yeah, I learned the hard way. We shouldn't do that. So, I, so obviously I you've learned all these things. Too. Yeah, I did that once too. And I, and I, I had <laughs> had fantastic communication in my relationships, like all my relationships, but then I was looking for this next level. And I was like, Oh, somebody I can do music with. And I can like, you know, and sure enough, like appeared right out of, you got the musician without and, the financial stability but, or something. But like no communication. Yeah. That, oh, no communication. Yeah. yeah. Cause I'd always had like good finances, good communication. <laughs> I was like, hold on, I'm going to go bang my head against a wall now because I cannot speak to this person. <laughs> Just help me. It's so funny. Yeah. And the age thing, didn't even think about that. Didn't even cross my, and this guy was like way older than me. And I'm like, no, I'm not down for that. Like really in the long haul, you know, it just like, anyway. So uh, anyway, it's, but I mean, you know, okay, what, what would like, you know, all women say, oh yeah, I want somebody who's, you know, successful and, you know, uh, financially successful set, you know, able to kind of like, you know, guide the, you know, the, the way we do things, plan things out, you know. Um, you know, what's funny for me is that I, none of the things you've said were ever really on my list. I never wrote financially successful because I've always been like so self contained. I never thought about it. Like it, it was something I just never thought about because I just, I wasn't looking for them to be, but now I, it's on the list, you know, like well, it, see, <laughs> thank you. it wasn't on the list. Thank you for saying all that. my life. Yeah. Oh my God. No, I love you for saying that because the, exactly the same with me. Like I never thought about it. I never put it on the list. And then I would be looking around like, wait, who are all these other women that have the, you know, and then here I am like, I, I mean, I don't know. It, it's just supporting I, your guy. I know, yeah, really, I know. I've actually like both of us have had men that we have financially 
supported. Right. Or, or in some way, or, you know, and then in, in like, in all it's, it's, it's not cut that cut and dry with me because there were like, there was some support like from them, but, but just never in the way that it seemed like I was going on, like it would, but yeah, I never thought about it. I never put that on my list. I don't even think I thought that was okay. I thought that a woman who does that is like shallow and like, I actually judged that. I actually think that- I did too. I think I must've disowned that part of myself, but also like my mother, like growing up, my mom was always like, money doesn't matter, looks don't matter. And so, you know, <laughs> I would end up, you know, with somebody who like may have had like all these great qualities, but maybe I wasn't even that attracted to them. And maybe like- you know, um, like financially they were a mess or something like that, you know, and then that ended up really grating on me. So, so in a way I had to kind of own, like start bringing together all the things that I wouldn't allow myself to, to want or, or whatever. But I also think that, um, well, okay. So, so I'm trying to make my list here. So, you know, okay takes care of himself, you know, has a good body, looks good, which is just like all women are, most women are doing that for themselves. So they want like that in somebody else, you know, but I never would allow myself to ask for that either. So that was never a thing for me. I wasn't. No, I never allowed that either. You know, it's, it's interesting when you say most women in this, because everything you've said about that, I'm like, no, I've never done that. And that's what mm -hmm. I'm wondering, like, did you, at this stage in your life, did you suddenly have a higher bar and said like, you know, okay, I've, you know, recently been divorced and I'm looking for some, somebody new to share my life with. And like, what, what did you ask for? Like, how did they, cause I know you're drop dead gorgeous and men kind of like follow you around like you're not going to stay single for long and I remember having these conversations with you you were like oh my god what am I doing I should just stick it out like like why why should I get divorced at this stage and I'm like you're not happy you're not feeling mad you're you're struggling this and I was I was trying to support you where you were at but I, I felt for years I mean you really did everything you could to make the marriage work it wasn't like you were not trying like I watched you and I you, you know, you had a, a, a child and you needed to like do what's right for her. And you were like trying to do everything right. And yet at the end of the day, like you, to me, it looked like your wings were clipped, like you were like confined and you just needed a bigger expression. And so for whatever reason, I think that relationships do that to us, like they expand us or they contract us. And for me, yeah. that's why I'm, I'm not... I, I'm, I'm seeing a trend and, and this is why I'm bringing it up. And I, I want to hear from the guys listening, if you see the same trend or like what you're looking for, but I feel that we want to connect, we want relationships, but for me, what's more important is I don't want to feel constricted. I don't want to feel squeezed. I don't want to feel pressurized. Like if the relationship suddenly feels like a cage or feels like I can't be myself fully, or I'm cutting off some part of me to be to make the relationship work, then it doesn't feel good. Um, and, and so I'm just like, I, I saw you in your marriage, like oh, suddenly it became like a trap and you're just like, oh my God, oh my God. Okay. I'm doing, I'm working. Okay. Forget about this part that I need. Forget about that part that I need work on myself, give it to myself. And then it, it comes to a point where it's like, you're not being met anymore. And it's just obvious that 
you know, two people aren't on the same path. And I, I think that's normal. I think we're going to expect that more and more. Like maybe we're only supposed to be with people for a couple of years. And some people are lucky and get like, you know, 20, 30, 40 years of marriage and they're still able to like be in love and make it work and support each other. But maybe, and maybe not. I know, right? I mean, because so far I, you know, I feel like, for a lot of people's experience and maybe yours and mine has been, you know, like you have these pieces, but then you don't have like the whole thing. And then they, you know, the, you know, the, the cool thing now is, oh, you can't get all the things you want in another person. So don't try and don't, you know, or um, we all need to be individuals. We've been literally fed a program now for, what, like 30 years now, oh, love yourself first. And, you know, and then you'll love, then, then you can be able to love or be okay on your own. And, and then you'll be able and to heal all your trauma first before you try and get in a relationship, like be yes. perfect, give yourself, marry yourself first. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. Need I, I, I agree with it, but it's right. And yeah, again, yes to all of that. And the reason that had to come out so strong was because we had to swing in the opposite direction as we always do to try to heal things to come into balance. Basically like you and I were talking about in our last episode, like even in our lives or with our names or with like how we're moving, sometimes you have to go, it's just human nature, right? It's, it's the law of physics. Like you have to swing here, then here, and then you go back to a balance, which is also where we're at as a collective right now, politically and everything else. But for relationships, like, I want to come out and say like, you know, actually let's swing back to the center on that one. We actually uh, are more depressed, more lonely, more isolated since all of that began. And people are not happy. And yes, they are like living single, but deep inside of them, they're still wanting this other thing or they're hanging on to like something or someone that they're getting crumbs from like in hopes that maybe someday that person might be it or they're dating a person over here and then they have like you know other people they're texting you know because they're just in case they don't get everything they want from this person or or they don't feel they have everything in this person and they don't believe they ever can so they're just going to settle for that and they're just going to you know but but now that I've had these different experiences I think what happened is because I had come from a lot of imbalance in different ways. I finally got to the point where I had had all the imbalances and swung in all the different directions in all the ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now it's going to like converge in the center in this perfect little orb. And, and I, and I feel like that's what happened now, hopefully for some other people, they don't have to do all of that. And that's fantastic. Um, but the way I was raised and what, and, and everything, I, this is how it had to happen. So, um, I feel like I was in a space where I was finally like, okay, I've always been this very deep, soulful, spiritual person, you know, in relationships and had, you know, these like artistic musical connections or what, and then I would forsake a part of myself for, you know, the other things, or like you're saying the expansion and contraction. So I want both. So I finally got to a point where it's like, oh, it's not an either or. I, I want the containership and I want to feel taken, contained, um, kept, held, owned in a way. And of course, I'm not talking about own in the way of, you know, like, yeah. you know, abuse or the way things were, you know, um, 
but but contained in such a way that I'm allowed to completely expand. And with somebody that um, that isn't afraid of my expansion and is also very free themselves. And so they can, we can completely expand together or you know, aside each other and together with, without losing any of the containership or without losing any of that. So that is, I think a very, not an easy thing. I mean, whoever found that easily, like no I don't create, I don't know anyone who's found that easily we should you know, but if you're listening and you have please contact us because please contact you us. <laughs> yeah because. but no I don't know anyone who actually really lives like that maybe some of the people like Ken and his wife at, at the age that they're in and the golden years after 52 years of marriage have finally discovered their freedom in their togetherness and they they're safe and, and it it comes and maybe that's because they went through so much I don't know. Like, I don't know if I have the capacity or the patience to push through, you know, I, I and we don't have the world right now that allows that. I, I find in relationships that uh, I, I kind of give up too much of my freedom. I give up. Nobody asked me to. I do it. I, I do it because like you, I want to feel contained in some way. Like I like the containership of a relationship. It sort of takes off the feeling of, I think it blocks some of the overt sexual energy that comes at me throughout my day. And so when I'm in a relationship, I, I prefer to be so I can focus on my work, so I can focus on other things. So I don't have the drama of like the male pursuit on me. Right. It's weird. And I, I've really had to recognize that. I'm like, oh, actually I'm scared to be single because that means I have to deal with this every day. Like when you say you have a boyfriend or you're married, it just sort of stops. It, it yeah. stops a lot of it. A lot oh, of God. it. When I had the big rock in, on my finger, when I was, you know, uh, <laughs> doing finances with big, powerful, wealthy men, like it, it was somehow just a relief to me. I'm like, okay, I don't have to say anything. I don't have to. Yeah. They just know. And then if they're right. engaging with you, you know, it's all dangerous and, and nasty stuff. Like they're, exactly. they're doing it to play with fire. Right. And right. I, I guess for me, it's like, I just love being able to relate to men, especially in business without needing all of the sexual innuendos and this and that. So it was just easy for me to be like, Hey, I'm in a relationship, like knock it off. Like, what are you doing? And I could speak to it. It gave me a sense of power or, um, I don't know, an excuse maybe sometimes even. And now I, I feel like I don't know. Like I, I need to be able to own that in the last few years, I feel like I have found a way to own it by being single, even. And I, I think it's to age also, you know, like I'm at this stage where it's like, okay, I'm no longer in my thirties, twenties, thirties, forties. Um, so I can kind of hold it differently, right? Like I can hold it within myself. I'm not I'm not needing to like lean in on the relationship and be like, okay, no, you have to protect me from all this. Like I can do it alone. And I like that feeling, but mm -hmm. it's just, yeah, it, it's interesting to see like how, how we're evolving in this way. Cause I definitely am. I know you are, I'm sure mm -hmm. our listeners are. Um, yeah. And I, I think, you know, I think we have had to disown a part of ourselves as, you know, I think a lot of people right now um, 
in in that way of I, I it's you know I'm fine alone or it's okay to be alone and it is of course you know and and I think if but if you really embody that and you really know that then it kind of frees you up to just um actually I you know I I do want to just I think we <laughs> I think the balance is you know what it it's okay if you're looking for the love of your life it's okay if you're still wanting that sacred partnership and you still want to go for that men want it just as much as women they are yeah. so lonely and they they need the like affection and love and they fall in love so easily men do like even easier than women you know and and they are terrified and scared most of the time and uh and women i think are also that way um so, but I think that a lot of people have given up and uh, so they date around and they, and they, you know, text like 10 people at a time. And I think because they have actually given up, but what happens is that then there's all this leakiness, you know, in the, in the container of what your soul is really desiring. And you cannot, you absolutely will never find it if if you're doing that, if you're like leaking in that way, do you know what I mean? Like you, you yeah. what, what do you think like the top five, um, like traits were for you to look, look at in terms of that kind of union? Well, for, for me, first of all, I mean, we have to slow down and back up on that because for me, it was just this, this knowing and this faith, like I was going to have it and there's no doubt. And in fact, like it was almost as if I already had it. And, mm-hmm. and, and I just knew it. And so it was all like a sensory experience for you. I like, what does it that, feel like? What does it feel like in all was, these areas? Yeah. I knew I was going to have that. And, and so I didn't, um, I didn't want to mess around with any little other smaller things or like crumbs that it's like, oh no, if I'm not, you know, if, if I meet a guy and, and he's not just literally like, you know, like, then why would I? waste my time like to wait a year for that person to come around like some women do that I've never done that but I you know and those are the single people and that's why I'm never single because (laughs) I I try I have no problem being alone no problem being independent no problem none of that like you know and maybe that's the other thing is like I really don't and (laughs) and then and maybe some of it comes down to just like um yes socializing and and personal needs and time together time apart like I find I'm really introverted like I just if I don't get my two hours alone a day like alone without the phone without the computer like for me 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 Mm -hmm. um I'm not very nice like I I take it out on the people in my physical space (laughs) and I I don't like that about me I notice I do it but it's just like wow I if I, I need to make sure I have that. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think too, you know, the, the reasons we end up falling in love with people or finding that person, you know, it's often a very unconscious, mysterious thing that comes from usually our wounds as, a, as children and, and all of the bullshit we had with our parents or good stuff, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, some people, some people I've met, I'm like, God, they're so boring, you know, and maybe they just had it too good with their parents or some on somewhere. So they need to find somebody else who had it like too good, you know, so, so they can just like thrive together, you know, but I need, I, so I, for me, like part of the faith and part of, you know, my, my inner calling was more or less just, um, 
you know, a, there is a totality that is me. And I'm going to, you know, accept all that is me, good, bad, ugly, weird, narcissistic, whatever it is, you know, all of the different things or neuroticism, I mean, you know, but just like all of it and let that be okay and still say I'm lovable. And, you know, there is somebody who like desires all of those things, all the parts of me and would just like love me and, and needs all that I am. And there's somebody out there that I, that I need all that they are in this unexplainable way. So I didn't put any like specific on it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really think that's how I was ultimately able to, because that's the first time I've ever been able to say that in that way, even remotely close to that. And that's how um, this miracle happened. And it's, it's just crazy because yeah, on the surface, you know, um, he's got all the things that like, well, I mean, you know, I would think like the typical woman would want to check the boxes, like good communicator, you know, positive, fun, you know, um, sexy, sexual, like, you know, all the levels, you know, good looking, takes care of himself, you know, just all of those things. Like, that's just to me, like just basic stuff. Right. But, um, but it's more, it's so much more than that. It's like the little things. It's like moving through your day and, you know, or it's when the I, little things for me, it's the little things. Yeah. yeah. Or when I screw, screw up or I, or I'm not feeling good about myself, like having, you know, somebody who's like, that's great. That's amazing. What you just did. Or that's like, you know, cause I've been uh, in the past, I've been with a lot of like very critical people or, you know, and just to, um, be able to lift each other up, you know, and kindness, like, being kind mm. with each other, but yet also having like a lot of self-worth. Like you're not going to let yourself be yeah. like shit on it anyway, but you're also like, Hey, you know, this is, you know, but just always kind and love and accepting toward the, so, so it's, t- so I think what, what I'm getting at is, is it's being in the center of two extremes and having both. Mm-hmm. So I, I would, I would say it's, I it's love both. what yeah, you said. I want to be completely free, but I want to be like, we're completely independent, but we're completely codependent and interdependent. And that's a beautiful thing. Like I want it all. I'm done with like, you know, the other stuff doesn't work for me. Like having this thing over here or that thing over there or, hmm. yeah. I, I love that you, you leaned into the trust and the knowing that this is um, your birthright to have. And, and just allowing it to be and, and to, to find you and magnetize towards you. Cause I, I do remember how it all unfolded and it did feel like this magical fairy tale and like, wow, you're just this master manifester. You, you told me about it, you were feeling into it. And then suddenly it was just like right there, like a dream. <laughs> and now you get to like live your dream. And I think that's exactly uh, how it works. And I, I think we get better as we get older into learning how we do instantly manifest and how we need to control our thoughts and how we need to clarify the intention and get to the core part that's the most important or or really just sit with um, the feelings and sensations of already having it so that it, it does come in alignment and you can be magically surprised and taken on that ride. And not yeah, have to and like think, navigate it and 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 try to control it in some way. 
Yeah. And the people who know me, you know, like you're saying, like would, would definitely say like, wow, she thinks of something and then it just like happens. Yes. I see you do that again and again. (laughs) And so I actually tell you what to think about for me sometimes. (laughs) You're so good at it. I'm like, can you add this on the list for the day? Oh my gosh. It's so good. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's lovely to be seen for that because I, I would almost like be afraid to you know like really admit that but yeah since I was a little girl or my whole life has been that way I mean even just like getting out of my hometown where it's like everyone else like stays there forever and because you're this you know three Arcturian goddess (laughs) you're you're not you're not a Baker's Bakersfield uh, homemade (laughs) even though you are like (laughs) Uh, but you know I think that in in order to, I think one of the keys with all that is, is that you have to be it yourself. Like if I have always been, I, I, I like radical honesty with myself, like the good, the bad, the ugly, and trying to have that radical communication with everyone I meet, you know, and that requires just constantly living in, looking at my shadow or looking at, you know, and, and so I think if you can fully be yourself in any given moment or time or decade, or uh, then it's then it becomes uh, quite easy to magnetize or attract that thing because you are authentic and there's nothing that you're not seeing. There's nothing that you're 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 blind to, mm-hmm. and so the next thing can see you very easily. And I think everyone is looking for that ultimately. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for sharing your magical process of (laughs) manifesting dreamlike reality states. (laughs) Um, Great. Um, Yes. Thank you, my dear. And until next time. To learn more about our life-enhancing courses and transformational retreats, visit knowtheself.com.